0: it's about time
1: oh what is up buddy god yeah sorry sorry it's been a bit of a hectic last hour i you know driving up and then getting all packed and then i was planning on doing it at my dorm room but then my roommates are screaming welcome dalton chris has already been kicked out
2: hello hello
1: so starting exactly where we left off <laughs>
2: Oh, there
1: he is. There he is. Welcome back, Chris. Good to, good to see you uh, still have connectivity issues. That was my fault. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Did you accidentally hit the little X button?
0: Yeah, I backed out by mistake. I'm. Re- you guys are really quiet, so I'm trying to figure out why that is.
1: Uh, really loud? Quiet. Quiet, quiet. Um, yeah, it's been a hectic last couple hours of getting back into town unpacking, and then my roommates were screaming, so I had to... Leave there now. I'm at my girlfriend's dorm recording. <laughs> did
2: you spend Christmas uh, down with your family then?
1: Yeah, yeah, I did. I did.
2: Ah, nice. Huh?
1: Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, it was it was a it was an interesting break. I did not see or play enough hockey with Chris, <laughs> as as he can attest. Um, but anyway, I feel like you know the the boys from uh, everyone's favorite South of Blue Line have been gone for too long. So so now we are back. We welcome everyone. I believe this is episode 11. We hope everyone had a happy holidays, a good New Year's, but we are back, and we are back in the swing of things, so weekly episodes, or as best as we can, will be coming uh, with the new year. Um, Boys, would we like to start off with a New Year's resolution? Maybe hockey-wise, anything you got?
2: Oh... Oh, I can think of a few things.
1: Okay, Dalton, you uh, you kick it off then, buddy.
2: All right, uh, my New Year's resolution this year is to never get excited about the Oilers ever again.
1: All <laughs> right, that's a good one.
2: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Chris, you got any?
0: My resolution is to not expect Patrick Laine to put any effort into any fucking games at all.
2: Except for on the power play.
0: And barely even then now.
2: Oh, good. So I, I
1: see we're really we're kicking 2019 off on a positive note. Then. Oh my. God. <laughs> um, if I had to say one, um, mine would be to uh, sort of along the lines of Dalton. It's also going to be a bit negative, but uh, in a hockey sense, to just to stop getting so excited,
2: <laughs> stop caring so much.
1: But yeah, you could put it that way. <laughs> Um, but, oh boy, we, uh, we've we been out of it for a, for a bit, so we have missed a lot. So first off, I'd like to say that um, way, way back, um, the last time we did our predictions for the upcoming week or whatever, that last episode, um, we all did pretty poorly, um, and me and Dalton actually tied with only one right and just barely.
2: Oh, look at that.
1: So I'm just going to say, fitting, we're going to wash the week, no points to anyone, and we're starting it off. For, I mean, we're going to stay at the points just to remind everyone. Dalton has a sizable lead of three. Chris has two. And I am trailing behind with one. Um, but uh, so, you know, we're starting off clean slate. I'm, I'm also going to try and uh, be better with my predictions. I need to start heating heatin up.
2: Do I get like a little trophy at the end of the year or something like that?
1: Oh, uh, Maybe. We'll see
2: depends how good the ad revenue gets like
1: exactly exactly it depends on how good the ad revenue. if you know if we make like 15 bucks i'll buy a trophy i'll mail it to you oh
2: look at that
1: <laughs> um so i don't want to actually go too far back um because like right here i have um a bunch of scores written down from like before uh the christmas or right before the christmas break and like um so like uh, my first thing i have written down is the jets versus the lightning the jets actually won five for an overtime chris do you remember anything about this game?
0: Uh, I remember it was the best game I've seen all year. But other than that, I don't remember too much.
1: All right. All right. Well, I mean, that's, yeah, I, I actually do vaguely recall a little bit. And that was a hell of a game. And we were all surprised that the Jets won. But hey. Um, then I have a 4-2 loss for the Oilers to Vancouver. Um, I just remember a deep sadness following that game. Not much else.
2: Yeah, like basically every single Oilers game since our last podcast. Just all uh, yeah,
1: it, basically, basically. Um, and then I have uh, uh, Oilers four-one loss to the Blues. You just,
2: like, knock out all the losses in a row, real quick.
1: Yeah, right. I have uh, I have the Jets a four-one loss to the Kings. Um. Let's see here. I have uh, – it was Chris's birthday, like, a year ago. Um, so, happy birthday, Chris. Mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. Um, old are you now, Chris? Yeah, Chris, how old
0: are you now? <laughs> All
1: right, he remains the enigma, as always. We have the Jets, <laughs> a 5-3 win over the Sharks. Um, and then, more recently, we have uh, – the Oilers with a horrid loss last night to the Kings.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, we can touch on that one because that one was recent. I actually didn't watch any of this game. I got home late, and it was already 4 nothing, and we hadn't even cracked 20 shots yet, and I decided <laughs> not to watch any of it.
2: Hey, spoiler alert, they never cracked 20 shots.
1: Yep, yep. I'm looking at that now. The shots are 23-16, to 16, so a good start. It, yeah.
2: Uh. It was... I was at a bar during it uh, with you know a couple of my buddies, so I got sharp relentlessly through this entire game.
1: Mm-hmm. Of course, of course.
2: Um, and I gotta say there was football on as well in the bar, and I just watched the football game instead because you know, the other game was too depressing.
1: Very smart. Very smart. Um, okay, so I'm actually flipping through the games here. So we've we have another four-two loss, the Canucks on the 27th. <laughs> Um that was also the night of the Flames beating the Jets 4-1. Thanks a lot. Um then we have uh 7-4 loss to the Sharks on the you know, 29th.
2: ninth it was a good thing we missed a week here cuz uh there've been a lot of sad episodes in a row.
1: There would have been a lot of, <laughs> of sad episodes. So I'm going to I got to say this one's not off to a hot start. <laughs> Um, that's also the same night of a 3-1 wild win over the Jets. (laughs) Um, then we have, uh, okay, here we go. The Oilers lose 4-3 to the Jets. Um, this game actually, um, I, obviously I was excited for it. It was too bad we weren't able to really talk about it leading up to and after, um, in much depth, but, uh, I felt this game definitely had a bit more back and forth, but it was pretty obvious who the better team was, and that is who won. Also, Hellebuck didn't look great. I thought the
0: Jets looked like shit to be honest with you. I thought the I thought the Oilers played pretty well. We just got lucky.
1: All right, well I appreciate appreciate you making us feel better.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. There we go. One
1: um, positive thing over the last couple. One weeks. positive. Oh no, no, that's not true. Here we go. Ready? Oilers beat the Coyotes three-one, January second.
2: That is true. I actually watched that game. It was a yeah. I game. did
1: as well. It it was a good game. <laughs> um. Then we have the. Uh. Oh, Jets actually haven't played them. Oh, the Jets lost. Uh. Last night. Oh no no. Two nights ago on Friday, four nothing to the Penguins. <laughs>
2: Ugh,
1: yeah. Oh yeah um Chris you got anything about it like
0: well I I actually uh, I actually jumped in late to this game and by the time I started watching it was already 2-0 for the Penguins and Nikolai Ehlers was knocked out with an injury so I was like oh this is great
1: yeah what i actually didn't why did he what happened what why did he go down upper body yeah because I have him on my fantasy team and he's injured and I was like oh good
0: yeah, I think it's pretty innocuous. It's just a hockey play. Um, the Penguins were pretty physical, actually, which is, I guess, they've got a few guys who can hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just what happens, you know? Yeah, uh... course, an insight. I've just been really, I've just been really sour on the Jets lately. They have not been playing well since the Christmas break. So, well,
1: welcome, welcome, to,
2: welcome,
1: welcome to the squad. <laughs> Um, and then, and then, and then, following the Jets for nothing loss to the Penguins, the Oilers followed up with, as we mentioned, the stinker game last night to the Canes. Um, so, I mean, does anyone have any anything else to say about the last couple of games? I mean, uh, Chris, you've been pretty upset with line, eh? It sounds like, and yeah, I actually, he hasn't scored in a while.
0: Yeah, because he doesn't do anything five versus five. He waves at the puck as it goes by him. It's terrible.
1: Yeah. It. Um... And then the Hellebuck's still been shaky. Yeah. But my question yeah. is, Chris, my question is, Chris, how has Nick Patan looked?
0: <laughs> Nick Patan. Um, he's looked great in the press box.
1: Oh, good, good. For those who don't know, Nick Patan is Chris's uh, trigger warning.
0: <sighs> <It's> just... <laughs> Not a good hockey player. No, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. There's a certain segment of Jets fans who think he should be on the first line um, playing like 40 minutes a game, and he's done nothing to deserve anything. So I think that's what triggers me more than anything.
1: All right, all right. Um, Boys, do we have anything else we want to say about this really bleak start to this podcast?
0: God, I want to kill myself.
1: Whoa, all right <laughs> moving on to <laughs> other news um, way back uh, last year I'm gonna be uh, ringing that joke till it's already dead um, Aha, so funny hey, right thank you thank you but Tom Wilson and Jamie Alexiak had a hell of a tilt um, for those who haven't seen it you should go watch it because that is people are talking about oh man there's not enough fighting in NHL. that was a fight.
2: Yeah. And they got some history, too, Tom Wilson and Alexiak, So it was, well, it was I mean, an emotional it, fight as well.
1: Well, you can also say who does Tom Wilson not have a history with
2: Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough.
1: Um, also, I don't know if we talked about it, but Jujar Kara
2: was suspended. I think we, we talked about it. Uh, did we talk about it? Yeah, we did. And everyone we- agreed that Jujar is a beautiful man who never should have been suspended at all.
1: What were you going to say, Chris?
0: I don't remember talking about it.
1: Oh, okay. So, uh, Jujar Kara against the St. Louis Blues, I believe. Um, he cross checked Vince Dunn in the head um, and then was ejected from the game and awarded a two game suspension. So, awesome. give every, I'll give everyone a second to type that into the Google search bar. <laughs> Um,
2: I'm like, I'm like 95% sure we talked about this.
1: I feel like we touched on it, but like, I mean, so basically for those who don't know, so uh, it was near the end of the game, actually. Um, Oilers were losing for one to the blues. It wasn't a good game. Jujar Kera and Vinston go into the corner. Jujar Kera is quite a bit bigger than Vinston, roughs him, kind of rides him out a bit hard. Vinston then cross checks him kind of in like the upper back. And now then, which pissed Jujar off, which was a missed call. And then as they were skating back in front of the net, Jujar Kara kind of goes to cross-check him in the also upper back, but forgets that he's a tall boy and cross-checks him right in the mouth. Yeah. And then the refs immediately sent him off, and then it was like within the next day he was suspended two games.
2: Which, honestly, probably probably fair. At the time, I was pretty charged up about it, you know, because it was a pretty, pretty poor game for the Oilers to begin with. But, uh... You know, looking back on it, probably two games is warranted.
1: Mm-hmm, maybe
2: yep.
1: one. You know, I agree with the two games. I mean, he's a first-time offender. What do you, what can you expect? And he definitely popped him in the mouth in front of the refs, and like it was a high hit, and he did it on purpose. I mean, yeah,
2: the it... puck was nowhere near. All that kind mm-hmm. of jazz.
1: Exactly. I mean, what are you gonna do?
2: Uh, exactly.
1: Um, Chris, I mean, are you are you looking at it or?
0: Uh, no, but I, I, I do, uh, remember hearing about it and, um, I think, you know, considering the situation two games is completely fair.
1: Yeah. All right. Solid. Um, again, since I've, I've written the list of things I was planning on talking about, um, the things haven't aged so well, uh, Carter Hart, I have Carter Hart debut. He comes in, wins his first game. And then since then has gotten lit up. So I mean, <laughs> I'm a big fan of goalies just in general. I don't know why. I just they've always been one of my basic my favorite position in almost any sport. So whenever I see like a rookie goalie coming in, especially high touted like Carter Hart, I always kind of cheer for them personally. So it was cool to see them play well in their first couple of games. And then since he hasn't, so I mean it's not really his fault. The Flyers suck, but.
2: Yeah, I mean, when you're throwing – I think they have started seven goalies so far this year, the Flyers, yeah. something crazy like that. So, <laughs> yeah, it was nice to see him get a good first game. But, uh, the team, I don't think the issue is in the goaltending there.
1: Yeah, they have a, a lot of other issues. Um, Why they see with goaltending? Say that again, buddy.
0: So, the Flyers yeah. have been cursed with goaltending for
1: years. <laughs> They really have. I mean their last good goalie was what? Hextall? Nah,
2: Briz Gallo, my dude. Oh, you're totally right, Briz.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> I don't you know think if he, he was, was
2: actually I don't, I don't know if he was actually a good goalie at the time, but he sure was funny. Oh man, we loved Briz. Yeah. But uh, although um I think
1: their last good goaltending performance just in general was um when uh, Steve Mason, remember that guy, Chris? Oh yeah. Uh Steve Mason won the Calder with them. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, and that was that was probably it. The Jets have um, had both the Masons. What, they, what was the, what was the other Mason?
0: Um, Steve Mason, and why can't I think of the other Mason? Um, Chris Mason. Oh, okay. Chris Mason was back in the day. He, I think he was the backup when the when the Thrashers came over. Jeez,
1: oh, way back. back. Yeah, that's a, that's a while back.
0: They both sucked, just so you know. So any goalie named Mason sucks.
1: All right. Can confirm anyone with the last name of Mason playing goalie, you suck. Mm-hmm.
2: Just be a forward. Come on, dude.
1: Yeah, right? You'll get all the glory that way anyways. Yeah, exactly. Goalie um, sucks. Yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> um, all right. Now on to some things a little bit more recent and things we can talk about. Um Kind of out of nowhere. I mean, I guess not really out of nowhere. The stars have been underperforming yet again. The stars' owner, I believe his name is Jim Light, comes out and calls out Jamie Benn, their captain, and Tyler Sagan, arguably their best player. And I don't have the full quote, but he said something along of "They are fucking horseshit."
2: Yeah, it's never a good thing when your uh, owner is calling out your star players, especially. Nope. When the star players, like, they're not the issue in Dallas right now. Like,
1: Can one of you guys pull up the uh, full quote?
2: Oh, you better believe it, dude.
1: Oh, yes. Fastest fingers in the West there, Dalton. Ready for these clickety-clacks? Oh, I'm ready for the clickety-clacks. Hit me with it. Wow. All right. RIP headphone users.
2: (laughs) All right. Now I'm actually going to type it in instead of just spamming letters.
1: I appreciate that. Um, while he's pulling that up, Chris, I mean, did you see – I mean, you, you must have seen some of it.
0: Yeah, it was a bit of a shock, but um, we've seen crazy owners before. So usually stuff like that doesn't leak what they think about their players, but we're in a totally different age nowadays. So
1: Yeah. Uh, Dalton, uh, also find um, the responses from Ben and uh, Sagan. Crickets. All awesome. right, all right.
2: All right, you got it? You got it? I have the response. Wow, apparently it's really hard to find. Good content, good content. This is great, dude. This is just me reading articles trying to find the actual quote. It's
0: the worst. This podcast, Um, I, I don't know, man. (laughs)
2: <laughs> we're, we're off, we're, it's all right listen
1: we're off to a slow start we you know we got to warm up we didn't really stretch we kind of hopped into a cold turkey it's fine it's fine it's fine, it's fine. all right <sighs> give us a week we're going to be back in the swing of things that's all right i honestly don't think you know the six listeners not including my grandparents are going to care Will your grandparents care well no they'll care too <laughs> all no, right my I grandparents thought- will stop listening completely just because of the bad content
2: Oh no! All right, get it for Grandpa. I don't know. I it's fine. We'll do it. Five. All right. I got All right. A post.
1: <laughs> All right. All right. Perfect.
2: All right. He's hitting posts. Wow, wow! That's what I say about hitting posts. Get a little bit closer to the action. Actually, go to the spot where you score goals. He doesn't do that. He never does that anymore. He used to be a pest to play against. People hated playing against Tyler again. They don't anymore.
1: Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah! So, so basically Jim Light is now trying to coach Tyler Sagan into scoring more goals. Yeah. Straight up. And I must say, Jim Light has played uh, how many NHL games?
2: Uh, I don't know. I'm thinking about zero, but tell you what, that's what the Google machine is for.
1: Uh, no, I can tell you right now, it's zero. Because um, mm. I also don't want you Googling, and then that's what our content is.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, but he also um, – you saw the real quote. It's alright. They are fucking <laughs> poor shit. I don't know how else to put it. There it is.
1: Perfect. Thank you. Alright, Chris, you were saying something. Go.
0: I was going to say, he also pays Tyler Sagan, like, what, $8 million a year, so if he wants to criticize his work, he's well within his fucking rights. Just my opinion.
1: <laughs> okay, so you think he does have, though, he does have a little bit of, like, room to criticize him?
0: Well, I... So there's... Uh, so there's two, I mean, I have two opinions about this. Should he do it? No. Does Is it his right? Uh, absolutely.
2: I, oh, yeah. I, kind of, uh, I kind of agree with you there. It's like, I wouldn't, if I was the owner right now, I don't think criticizing your two best players is necessarily the best way to go forward. But at the same time, he is the owner. He can do what he wants, right? Exactly.
0: Yeah,
2: he but pays a lot the- of money. The thing is, though, why would you
1: call out like Tyler Sagan is coming off a forty-goal like campaign, like and Jamie Benn's been like one of your best players. Like he he won the the um the scoring title, uh, I think in twenty fourteen. Like he's been the captain for so long. Like out of all the people you could have called out, like that's who you're gonna call out, really?
2: Yeah, it, it, Tyler Sagan has been like a consistent point of game player for the last. Six years, basically, since they acquired him, straight up.
1: Like, Tyler Sagan and Jamie Benn have been, like, some of the most potent, like, duos, like, offensive duos, like, in the last, like, four years. Why would you... Like, like honestly, if, if my opinion, call out, I don't know, your defense, uh, your goaltending, which had Kerry Lettinen on it for, like, eight years.
2: Mm-hmm. And now a constantly injured Ben Bishop.
1: Right, like, like come on, like, why, like... All right, fine, you're allowed to pick on people, but why would you pick on people that, can they be better? Yes. Have the Stars been underperforming? Also, yes. But you cannot blame all of that on Tyler Sagan not scoring, like, 80 goals.
2: Yeah. and Even, like, if you just look at straight up Tyler Sagan's stats this year, he still has 38 points in 42 games. He's a plus 14. Like, how much more do you want the guy to do?
1: What is Jamie stats this season? Because I think he's actually—I will say—Jamie Ben, I think, has been a little bit slow this season.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Frantic googling commences. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jamie Ben is definitely one of those. Uh, I don't know. I put Jamie Ben uh, right up in there in the in the category with like Slap, and I hate
2: Uh I <laughs> um, hate Jamie Ben. <laughs> Jimmy Ben has 32 points in 41 games.
1: All right, I mean a little bit slower by his standards, but I uh, I would definitely say not like not pulling his weight.
2: Yeah, it's he's he's still he's still scoring out there, right? He's still doing the job. But yeah, it's, it's kind of like in Edmonton, You're not gonna the people that are criticizing uh, Dry Settle right now for the Oilers' failures. It's
1: oh, it, it's not on Dry. Yeah, right. <laughs> and,
2: it's definitely on Trelli, but it's also a little bit on like the uh, depth scoring for the New Oilers too, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, that is very true. Um, all right, anything else we want to say about it, boys?
2: I mean, if they Ooh. want to score, or the team's been 3 and one since uh, the owner said that, so
1: so it's obviously the owner should have done this earlier, and they'd be in the playoffs.
2: Absolutely, ah. we should have said it as day one. <laughs>
1: Um, all right, Uh. so actually moving to Oilers, a little bit of Oilers news, Shirelli did some things. Oh. Yeah, so Dalton, get ready for the Google machine, because I have no Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, or you might not know off the top of your heads. Um, so first off, um, I believe the first trade was Alex Petrovic. hmm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it was Alex Petrovic, um and was sent to the Oilers from the Florida Panthers in exchange for Chris Weidman and a third.
2: Yeah, you got her.
1: Look at me. And I believe out of all, we, I believe the Oilers have three third round picks and we gave away the more valuable third round pick,
2: which was our own. That sounds about right.
1: All right. Perfect. We'll, we'll go with it. We'll roll with it. If anyone wants to yell at me for getting that wrong, you can hit us up on Twitter at Blue Line South. Um, so, okay, so we'll start there, because there's, there's another one. So, first off, um, Alex Petrovic had been scratched, I believe, for five games in a row before requiring him. Uh, Chris Weidman, I think, had played all of uh, six minutes for the Oilers all season. Yep, yep. Around uh, um that. Didn't look good in those six minutes, I will also put.
2: I mean, I really didn't mind him. But I didn't I mind own... it. Listen, I didn't mind him either, but, like, he could have been better. It, yeah it could have been better could have been worse honestly i so
1: we send a defender who wasn't playing very much for a bigger defender who wasn't playing very much
2: and also the others give up a third
1: and a third
2: Thanks.
1: yeah i think Rally.
2: i don't like this trade um from what i've seen of petrovic so far i actually don't mind him he's playing pretty well uh but it just feels like, at this point, they're just bleeding assets for no reason. So
1: What it feels like is Shirely's scared for his job and is
2: trying to save himself. Yeah. Like, Shirely needs to be fired, like, now. Like, yesterday. Yes. Like, yeah. I don't I, know, yeah. two years mm-hmm. ago. Yes, yes,
1: yes, yes. Um, okay, next one. Uh, the Oilers send Drake Kajula and Jason Garrison. Um to the Chicago Blackhawks for an exchange for a guy named uh, Peter uh, Kroll or Nick Kroll or something like that. Yeah, Nick Kroll, um, I think. Nick Kroll. Um, and uh, the infamous defender, uh, Brandon Manning, who, if those don't remember, uh, was responsible for breaking Conor McDavid's clavicle in his rookie season and then told him he did it on purpose in the next game McDavid and him played.
2: hmm uh-huh. He's also getting paid two point two five million dollars, or two point two two five, sorry, million dollars a season for this year and next year, and was a healthy scratch for the Hawks team. Uh, a
1: Hawks team that also is garbage.
2: Garbage.
1: So good stuff.
2: Yeah, trade away. You know, basically the only winger depth the Oilers had for a defenseman that, you know, honestly haven't hated him as a number six defenseman on the Oilers, but like. He looks the same as, like, gravel to me, so why make this deal yeah, ever? and so
1: the thing that really gets me after all three of these tra- – or after all two of these trades is Shirelli comes out and he goes, you know, these aren't second-pairing defensemen. They're not sexy defensemen. And I'm like, okay, so you're saying we have, like, maybe two first-pairing defensemen, maybe one second-pairing defenseman, and then nine third-pairing <laughs> Healthy scratches, 7 H L defenseman.
2: Yeah. Honestly, the only good thing that came to this trade is that now Jason Garrison is not on the team, so I don't have to hate him anymore.
1: Yeah, very true, very true. Um, so, obviously, these are some pretty rough trades. Uh, Chris, what is your take as an outsider?
0: Um, well, geez, I don't know. I mean, I think with Petrovic um, – you know, Florida has better defensive depth, so even though he wasn't playing for them, he's probably an upgrade. Um, I don't really get the Manning trade. I think it's stupid, especially considering what he's getting paid. Um, you should be trying to – you need to improve your team if you're going to make a trade. You don't just shuffle the chairs on the Titanic deck and hope for the best. And that's basically what Shirley's doing. But Shirley's a terrible GM. Everybody knows that. Yeah. Except for, Every- except for except for Kate's or cats or whatever the fuck is. Yeah. Or yeah.
2: Bob Nicholson, but yeah, Bobby Nix. Oh jeez. Oh,
1: why
0: Why does he suck so bad? I thought he was good.
1: No, he he's never been good. He's never been good. He basically inherited all of Boston. He's made, okay moves, like. I'll give him credit for Koskinen.
2: Yeah. Uh, the higher though, the Hitchcock is probably a good idea.
1: I don't think that was his idea, though. <laughs> to be honest, to be perfectly fair, I feel like he had no say in who the next coach was.
2: Yeah, maybe, actually. I don't that, know. That.
1: That's actually, if we put on our tinfoil hats, I think Shirley had no say in that whatsoever. Ugh. Ugh. Ah! Yeah, just uh, ugly, ugly times. Um, you also know your team is is bad when you can trade away Drake Kajula and your depth goes
2: down. Yeah. It's, and, like, Kajula, I was super not sold on him last year, but this year he's actually starting to get going this year. Pretty, he's, you know?
1: I look forward to when they put Drake Kajula on on the same line with Patrick Kane and he's going to score 20 goals. <laughs> Make it 40. Oh, jeez. And 20 of them are going to be against Edmonton.
2: Oh, yeah. All in one game, too. It's going to break yeah. every single record in the book.
1: Exactly. Just because just just that's how it works. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, <laughs> because Edmonton uh, put up 11 against the Chicago Blackhawks in 09 or something like that. It was it was only eight, buddy. Was it? Ah, it was you know. Only close only enough. Enough.
1: It was four goals, four assists, but still a record. Still a record. Yeah. Also, uh, okay, so now moving along, we got um, the All-Star game coming up pretty soon. Um, have you guys seen the rosters that they've put out? Yay. Yeah. So uh, I'm actually going to uh, pull those up real quick. Yeah. All-Star. All right, oh. All-Star. Oh, geez, I can't tell you. All-Star yeah. game. NHL. 2019.
2: All right. Yeah. There's some pretty notable exceptions, including Marner, Riley, Giordano, probably a whole bunch more I'm forgetting. Drysidle.
1: Yeah. Well, so have you guys seen they're doing this whole last man in thing? Mm-hmm. Um. And so it's basically like they put up another they put up another list for everyone to vote from. And then each division gets one more player from the list. Like, so, like, Dry Dreisaitl's on it. Um, I think uh, Blake Wheeler is on it.
2: Okay, okay, here we
1: go. Are you guys ready? Oh, yeah. Okay, so we're going to start with the Atlantic. Uh, Jack Eichel is the captain. And then they have Nikita Kucherov, Austin Matthews, David Pasternak, Steven Stamkos, John Tavares, Thomas Shabbat, Keith Yandel, Jimmy Howard, and Carey Price.
2: How in the world does Keith Yandel and Jimmy Howard make the all-star game?
1: When – no, that's what I want – that's a good point because because you're like, okay, well, every team needs one. But I would definitely argue that Dylan Larkin – No kidding. – has been better than Jimmy Howard. Also, Barkov or Huberdo or, or Jadonov –
2: or, or like Ekblad? No, yeah. no, probably not. Honestly, Vlad. I would send Luongo from that team instead, and then send Larkin from uh, Larkin from uh from Detroit.
1: Yeah, Larkin for sure. Um, yeah. My also one is uh, you guys are gonna hate this, but they let left off uh, Morgan Riley and Mitch Marner, mm-hmm.
2: as well as Brayden Point.
1: Yep, very true.
2: Like, um, I, I know it's supposed to be like just a publicity thing, and so, like, I don't know. I think I'm just straight up not going to watch the all star game this year because it seems good, like, it's going to be more dumb than usual.
1: Yeah, see, I watch the all star game just because I think the three on three tournament they have is so much fun.
2: I might just watch it just for the McDavid parts, but
1: still. yeah, fair enough. So, Chris, what do you think about the Atlantic roster? Any uh, changes you'd make as well?
0: I agree with you guys. Um, I don't know. I I I don't. I think I don't really like the All Star Game. If they went, you know, best players playing against the Stanley Cup champion, and they it settled home ice advantage, and you didn't have this one player from each team minimum, but you made it actually mean something. I would be more into it. But I understand why they do what they do. There, it's a marketing tool, and it's for kids. So. Um, I understand that. I might watch a bit of the three-on-three. It's pretty interesting, but yeah. As yeah. for players, I agree with what you guys were saying about the players who who are in, who shouldn't be, and the guys who are missing.
1: All right. Chugging along. The We got the Metro coming up. So then we have Sebastian Aho, Cam Adkinson, Matt Barzell, Sidney Crosby, Claude Drew, Taylor Hall, John Carlson, Seth Jones, Braden Holtby, and Henrik Lundqvist. Um, and now, that is in the exception of Ovechkin, because Ovechkin was named to the All-Star game, and then said, mm, no thanks, and took his one-game suspension.
2: Honestly, that seems like a pretty decent selection to me. Like, I'm sure if you thought about it, you could figure out a couple guys that should be on there that aren't, like, uh, maybe Backstrom or something like that, but... Uh, honestly, I don't, I don't mind that one. It's pretty, it's pretty good.
1: Yeah, I, I actually agree for the most part. How do you guys feel about Ovi um, deciding, or as the NHL puts it, snubbing the All-Star game?
2: <laughs> honestly, I don't think they should suspend him for it. They should just let him not go.
0: They should work this out beforehand and just not vote him onto the team.
2: Or that. That's a better idea, actually. Because then the NHL could avoid all this players getting suspended for skipping the game. Just Right, send out the rosters. Negative,
0: negative publicity, yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. Just send out the rosters, you know, like, two weeks beforehand to all the teams. And it's like, hey, you know, if you actually want to go, sign up for the All-Star game. And then they'll select the best players.
1: Um, I'd also maybe like to see, like, Ovechkin's been selected to the All-Star, like, what? Like,
2: eight years in a row or something like that? Basically, so make every it year like, he's been in the NHL. Exactly,
1: exactly. So make it like if you're, um, like if you if you've gone to three All Star games in a row, you can opt out of one without taking the suspension. Hmm.
2: Yeah, so, something like that. Or or how about this? No more All Star game. There you go. Just give all the teams like uh, a little week break and uh, get back to the season after that.
1: Oh, I hey, oh I. Hey. Um, so, but you guys feel like Ovechkin, like, it doesn't matter. Like, he should have been allowed to do it no matter what.
2: I can see why the, team, the NHL is suspending him just because it's, like, the rule that they put in place, right? But honestly, I don't think it's going to matter all that much, even if Ovechkin, like, misses the game for the Capitals, because they're such a good team already, right? Missing them for one game isn't going to sink their season.
1: Yeah, that's very true.
2: Now, if I end up eating my words and the Capitals miss the playoffs by one point, come you know the end of the season, uh, I think there'd be some pretty angry people at Ovechkin.
1: I don't think probably. they'd be mad at. I don't think they'd be mad at Ovechkin. I think they'd be probably
2: more mad at the NHL. Uh, probably actually, yeah.
1: All right, moving along to uh, Chris's division, the Central. Um, we got Patrick Kane, uh, Nathan McKinnon, Ryan O'Reilly, Miko Rantanen, Mark Shifley. Blake Wheeler, Miro Heiskanen, Roman Yossi, Devin Dubnik, and Pekka Rinne. Um, How are we feeling about that, boys?
2: Honestly, pretty good as well. I think they may have missed the mark a little bit on the goaltenders, but... You the think? Who, I...
1: who, who would you put in there instead?
2: I wouldn't put Devin Dubnik in there, I don't think. No? But... So then who would you put in place of him? I wanna say hello buck, but he just hasn't had the season, right? No, so Braswa. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he's so lucky. Ugh. I mean, I like the guy, he's a great backup, but he's been so damn lucky. He's as lucky as Coskin him before the wheels fell off. <laughs>
2: he's gonna get paid after
1: this season. Yeah, he is. <laughs> okay, so Chris, um I'm taking a little tangent. You think they re-signed Braswa?
0: Why not? I mean, I don't think Comrie, they were hoping that Comrie would develop into something, but I, I'm a little s- skeptical of that. So I think they're going to need, their next goalie prospect is uh, brodeen and he's still a ways out. So, yeah, I could see them re-signing him.
1: All right, all right. Um, so then getting back on track, we got the Pacific, we got Johnny Gaudreau, Clayton Keller, Connor McDavid, Joe Pavelski, Elias Petterson, who is he still going to play because I believe he got hurt?
2: Uh, apparently, it's not too serious. It's going to be a week or maybe two.
1: Okay, okay, cool. So, Elias Pettersson, Brent Burns, Drew Dowdy, Eric Carlson, Mark-Andre Fleury, and John Gibson. Um. I like so, it. Yeah, I see, actually don't I,
2: hate it either.
1: Though, I feel like they missed a few people. Um, that it, I mean, obviously they could. Some of them, like one of them, has a chance to make it with the last men in. But like Leon Dreisidel, Anze
2: Kopitar, Giordano, G, no. Yeah, I man, I hate the flames. He's he's getting voted for the Norris this season, probably. You think he's gonna win it? I think he, I think he's gonna be top two. That maybe if he keeps up this like the pace that he's on and the flames stay at the top of the West, he's gonna win it for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. So but you guys like the uh, you like that that uh Pacific Division too, huh?
2: I mean I don't All- love the All Star game in general, but they didn't do a terrible job.
1: The Pacific Division has won the three on three tournament two years in a row, so I am uh, looking forward to seeing them hit the three peak. <laughs> Because I just it, love
2: watching McDavid and Goudreau together. It's just so good. Oh, my – just watching McDavid and
1: Goudreau together and then taking stretch passes from, like, Dowdy and Burns. And, and now Eric
2: Carlson. Just, oh, my uh, God. Carlson, Goudreau, McDavid? Like, uh, oh the biggest, the, big,
1: the biggest of nuts.
2: Oh, my God. Maybe I will watch Joel Star again.
1: There you go. <laughs> we got him
2: back on it. Um, to keep bringing me back.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. Um, and you even said to have less, less, uh, less uh, hope. Um, so, okay. So then my last little piece of notes was the Ehlers injury. So we kind of talked about it already, but Chris, how do you think that's going to like, what do you think the lines are going to look like now? Now that Ehlers is out for till February, I read. Um, what, what are they going to do to fill that hole?
0: Uh, well, I know Maurice and I don't know. I think he's, he does he wants to avoid splitting up Shifley and Wheeler at any cost, which I think is kind of ridiculous because even like lately since the, the Christmas break, they haven't really looked that great together. Um, so there's what will he do and what should he do? I mean, I think he should just shuffle lines completely because we haven't been playing well. We've only scored like, I don't even know what the stats are, but, We're scoring like just over one goal a game over the last like six or so games. Like it's ridiculous. We're scoring so few goals. So now's the time to try some combinations, in my opinion.
1: All right. Well let's look. Okay, so the Jets played the Penguins, four nothing loss. Um, then they played the oh jeez, I had actually a couple days off there. Um Oilers, they score four.
0: Well, yeah, but that's the Oilers. Everybody scores four against the Oilers.
1: And then Yo don't get it. They scored one against the wild. And then they scored one against the flames. So with the, so in so with the exception of the Oilers game, they've only scored so wait in that's what four games they've scored five goals.
0: Yeah, it's bad.
1: Which Ooh. is not enough.
0: Nope. Especially from that offense. Yes.
1: There's so many skilled
0: players. Line A is just he he's just I don't know if he's entitled or he doesn't understand what it takes to win, but you know, like he doesn't he doesn't battle hard for the puck. When he carries the puck, he doesn't protect it with his body. Um, when he's back checking, he's kind of waving at people as they go by. Like I just think he can just live off of just sitting on the power play in his spot and scoring goals. Like he there's he could be so much more of a player if he would actually do something with his skill, but especially five versus five, he's not doing it.
1: Well, yeah, he's only scored one goal in the last five games and it was on the power play as well. Yeah. So especially with an elite level, like sniping talent, like line, like you'd expect there to be more.
0: Absolutely. And a lot of other players are, are suffering from the same kind of thing. Kyle Connor's gone stone cold. Um, yep. Still scoring, but Shipe an animal. Um, I think Wheeler's doing fine, but he's kind of fallen back a little bit. Ehlers kind of went a bit cold before he got hurt. Um, who else? Uh, Matt, P- Matty Perot has just been awful for like a year and a half at scoring. He got really hot and scored like five goals in six games, but he hasn't scored in seven since. So
1: He, he sure knows how to score against the Oilers, though. What's that? He sure knows how to score against the Oilers, though well but so does everybody oh geez what a sad time in in both Oilers and Jets Nation all yeah I
0: now. mean we've I mean it's funny because the Jets are still first in the in the central you know they're like they're they've got games at hand in everybody Calgary Vegas Nashville and they're right there with them so even though they're struggling they're still like fighting for top spot in the West. But at yeah. the same time, it's hard to watch a team that should be so much better just struggle.
1: Very true. And Nashville has actually gone on a hell of a downslide. I think they've lost four four or five in a row now. I think
0: yeah. they
2: just won their last game yesterday, though.
0: <laughs> they oh, did, wow. but yeah, they, they won like – I think they, they, they were like one in six or something ridiculous like that before that. So that was a bit of a godsend for the Jets. Yeah. The Flames got to start losing. They, uh, they make me so mad.
1: Oh, you're telling me. Smoke <laughs> mirrors. I don't know. I'm, I'm, uh, dude, I hate Johnny Gaudreau. I hate Johnny Gaudreau, but man, he's looked good.
2: He, oh. Like, I want to – might be a little little bit of hot takey, but he's, he's a top five player in the NHL for me. all right
0: all right he is Uh, i would like to see somebody knock him over the glass is what i I would like
1: every game i watch he's so small someone put him into the trash compactor
2: the thing is people try all the time and then he's just like oh bye yeah right at the net
1: oh man can you
2: imagine
0: can you imagine if dustin bufflin hit him full on
1: Oh, he'd be dead. There'd
0: be, be nothing
1: left of him. It'd be Let's it would be
0: R.I.P. like right away.
1: They wouldn't they wouldn't have to bring the stretcher out. They would just have to bring out the girls with the shovels to get
2: him off the ice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they'd leave they'd
0: leave the red stain on the ice as, like just a reminder.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> People are like, "Is that his blood? Is that his jersey?" You don't know. There's nothing left. <laughs> it's just so deep into the ground.
0: I could say something so inappropriate right now, but I won't because... PG-13, man.
2: (laughs) PG-13. Exactly. I won't say it. But, man, Goudreau makes me me so mad that he plays for the Flames because if he played for any other team, I would love him so much.
0: Yeah, makes me mad too.
2: Except for if he played for the Leafs, then I would still hate him.
0: Gross. Yeah
2: yeah i agree i agree
1: all right boys so let's uh move on with the uh the next um part of this so we can uh wrap this really mess of a podcast up (laughs) let's just (laughs) jump right into it yeah let's just jump right into it um all right so we have upcoming games we have not done this in a while so let it stretch out real fast and get things started so we actually the Dallas Stars are playing in Winnipeg, and that game just started. Chris, kick off the new year right. What do you got?
0: Oh, my God. Considering, like, the Stars have a fire lit under their ass and the Jets are slumping, my gut tells me to say that the Stars are going to win this game. But maybe it's the game that wakes Patrick lining up because he seems to score at well against them. So. I'm going to say hat tricks for line A. The Jets are going to win
1: 5 1. Wow. There we go. Way to start it off strong.
2: All right. I'm going to agree Wait. with Chris, every single you said- one of Chris's points, except for I'm going to say that the Dallas Stars are going to win 6 to nothing. Oh, <laughs> wow. 6 0 really- loss. Chris, you said a 5 1,
1: 5 3. 5 1. 5 1 win with a line A Hattie what I like. All right. I'm going to say maybe a little bit more reasonable. I'm going to say Ealer's (laughs) going to get a hat trick. Oh, wait. Um, (laughs) I'm going to say a 4-2 win for the Jets. Um, All right. Next up, also tonight, later tonight, the Edmonton Oilers uh, playing their second half back-to-back against the Anaheim Ducks. All right. Dalton, start us off.
2: Oilers three nothing lost to the Ducks.
1: Oh God!
2: <laughs> John Gibson with the shutout.
1: Of course, of course. Um, all right. I'm gonna say, God. Oh man, my New Year's resolution was really to stop caring enough, but
2: yeah, I'm following mine, dude. I'm like, yeah, it's yeah, enough. you're We're gonna on. Lose it, every dude. single game.
1: Three one win for the Oilers. Three one. win. Chris, what do you think?
0: I am going to say that Milan Lucic is going to uh, steamroll Corey Perry um, and uh, break his his face, and the Oilers are going to win 2-1. There
1: we go. Well, at least somebody
2: has some positivity.
1: Win. Okay. Then on Tuesday, Colorado plays in Winnipeg. Um, I'll kick this one off. Um, uh, sorry, Chris, but I'm going to have to say this is going to be a 2-1 uh, Colorado win. Uh, Chris, we'll go to you now.
0: Uh, well, I think both these teams, they play each other really they're, – they're usually really fast games, and they're usually not that great defensively on either side. So I'm going to say the Jets are going to squeak out a 5-4 win.
2: 5 4 win. All right. I like it. I like it. All right. You know Dalton. What? You know what? Jets are going to win this one 3 1. There we go. Thanks, Dalton. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The abs are washed uh, up, man. There we go.
1: All right. Then, also on Tuesday, Oilers finish off their um, uh, second um, uh, California road trip of the year against San Jose. Um, uh, Chris, we'll go to you
0: Oh boy, the Sharks are good um, Gosh I think uh, McDavid's going to score twice But it's not going to be enough And the Sharks are going to win 4-2 with an empty netter
1: 4-2 loss Alright um, I'll go I'm going to say the Oilers actually I don't know why But like have had the Sharks number Just in general, I think the Sharks are always the end of the California road trip. And so, like, the Oilers normally lose to L.A. and and, uh, the Ducks. So then they're going to come out and win against the Sharks. And they are going to win uh, 5-3. 5-3. All right, Dalton.
2: Oh. I think the Oilers are going to lose 4-1.
1: 4-1 loss. Oh, God.
2: I he don't did. feel good about any of the rest of this road trip. So.
1: <laughs> All right. Um, then the Jets go on the road, and they play Minnesota, who just beat them 3-1 um, last week. Uh, Dalton, start us off.
2: It'll be a uh, bit of a reserve reversal of fortune for the Jets. It's gonna be a solid four nothing pounding.
1: Ooh, all right. Who gets the shutout?
2: It's gotta be Hellabuck.
1: Four nothing win with a Helly shutout. All right, uh, Chris.
0: So the Wild, the Wild are a f- fucking joke of a hockey team. The Jets are gonna <laughs> beat them three nothing.
1: And who gets the shutout?
0: Brasois! Yes. Oh,
2: you fuck! <laughs> oh, wow.
0: Why are you so mad?
2: Brassoir with Everything another you shutout. you do just tilt me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Brasois with another shutout.
1: Okay, I'm going to say... I also think the Jets are going to beat the Wild. I'm going to say it's going to be a 3-2 win. Um... All right, and then uh, the Oilers go back home and play Florida on Thursday. Um, I'll kick this one off. Oh, God, I, the Panthers always scare me when they play Edmonton. I don't know why. I will say the Oilers are going to lose to the Panthers at home. Uh, I want to see overtime, and I haven't seen overtime in a while. So yeah, it's
2: been a bit, eh?
1: I'm going to say 4-3 in overtime.
2: You think the Oilers are going to lose in overtime? Yeah. You crazy, man. I know. Never again bet against McDavid when overtime is on the line.
1: Fair enough. Um, Was that a Princess Bride (laughs) quote? I half a one, yeah. All right, all right. I like it. I like it. All right, Chris.
0: I think the um, Panthers are going to win 2 1, and the winning goal will be scored by Weidman. (laughs) 2-1
2: <laughs> Two one win with a wide goal. <laughs> Alright, I almost want that to happen now.
1: <laughs> Dalton, what do you think?
2: Uh Oilers are back at home, so that means they win. Solid four to one victory for the Oilers.
1: <laughs> four one win. I like it. Alright, and last game of the week, the um after playing in Minnesota, uh they fly back that next that same night and play Detroit the next day in the second half of back to back against Detroit. Or the Jets play Detroit. In Winnipeg. So, uh, Dalton, start us off, buddy. Big
2: 7-2 victory for the Jets. Wow. All right. 7-2 Mostly because Detroit is the trashiest team I've ever seen in my life.
1: All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to say it's going to be a mm, 5-2 Jets win. Chris, finish us off strong. (laughs)
0: Um. I'm gonna say the Jets are gonna actually squeak out a three-two win.
1: All right, a three-two win—that's what I like to see. All right, a lot of predictions, boys. That's what I like to see. Also, I'd like to say we just set a pod—or not we, but Chris—set a podcasting record this podcast <laughs> with a—if <laughs> you don't count the um, self disconnect, there were no disconnects. Good this podcast. job. I yeah. know it doesn't now, so
0: I don't round, think it's going to happen anymore.
1: Round of applause. Round of applause. So that, that means fun, uh, our listeners will be getting substantially less drunk.
2: Yeah. Hey. Yeah, I don't know if there's any shots this episode.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, if they do the first one, but I mean, that's only if you're a real hardcore uh, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, I mean, so, I won't tell anybody if you do.
1: <laughs> so that is it from us. This was episode 11 of south of the blue line it feels good to be back boys
2: yes oh, i've missed being angry at the oilers it's been good
1: right and it's actually been funny i have not been keeping track of any of of the uh the hockey news or anything like that my dad's like Have you been seeing this have you seen this i'm like honestly i haven't seen
2: anything Yo, christmas price, I, man it gets you yeah
1: i guess it does so that is it from us you can follow us Um, On SoundCloud, at South of Blue Line Podcast, on Spotify, on Anchor. Anywhere you get your your podcasts, we are there. Apple Podcasts, we're there. Um, You can follow us on Twitter, at Blue Line South. Uh, You can follow us all personally on Twitter as well, but you have to find us at South of Blue Line. We're just going to tell you, so you actually have to go and find us yourself. Um, So that is it from us. I am Michael Dalton. Yo, that's me. Chris. Hey there. We're like the worst (laughs) boy band of all time. (laughs) (laughs) And we're Uh,
2: the South of the Blue Line crew.
1: Yeah, we'd have a cute dance. All right, boys, that is it from us. All right, we'll see you next week. uh, Bye.